time next week. See ya. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Tom Warden. The top stories. Climate negotiators agree on a landmark deal to compensate poor countries hit by the effects of global warming. Locally, MTR chiefs face calls for better maintenance, as one lawyer lawmaker suggests we're too reliant on the rail network. And anger grows as it emerges that there have been more blunders involving the national anthem at international rugby games. Delegates who've met through the night at the UN climate conference in Egypt have reached a major deal on giving money to poorer countries. After two weeks of talks, they've agreed to set up a fund to pay for loss and damage already being caused by global warming. The summit's president, Sami Shukri, said the world was watching and asked delegates to approve a range of draft proposals. The draft decisions before us are a gateway to scaled-up implementation and will enable us to transform towards a future of climate neutrality and climate resilient development. I call upon all of you to view these draft decisions not merely as words on paper, but as our collective message to the world that we have heeded the call of our leaders and of the current and future generations to set the right pace and direction for the implementation of the Paris Agreement and the achievement of its goals. The chairman of LegCo's Railway Subcommittee has questioned whether Hong Kong has become too reliant on the MTR. Ben Chan made the comments a week after a train derailment at Yamate forced the closure of a stretch of the Chun Wan line for most of the day. He spoke after attending a radio program. The role of the government, of course, to ensure the MTR operates smoothly and also other transport facilities can sustain. If our transport merely rely on the MTR, when MTR have any problems, the other transport cannot support the people needs. So should we reveal we merely rely on MTR's policy? The MTR Corporation said last Sunday's incident was probably a result of the train striking a dislodged metal barrier. Mr. Chan and other lawmakers said this showed the corporation needed to step up maintenance and risk management work. The Chief Secretary, Eric Chan, says it's ridiculous that there have been repeated mistakes involving the national anthem at international rugby matches involving Hong Kong. It's emerged that the name of a song associated with violent protests in 2019 appeared as the anthem played during broadcasts of two Rugby World Cup qualifiers this year. The blunders came to light after the same song was played in place of March of the Volunteers at a sevens tournament in South Korea last week. Mr. Chan says the police will investigate thoroughly and look into whether any crimes have been committed. These things are really ridiculous. We are very dissatisfied that they keep happening. We will write to World Rugby and Asia Rugby to express strongly our dissatisfaction and demand a full investigation from them to give an account to us of what happened. It's unbelievable for this to keep happening, and we find the explanations given to be unbelievable. The financial secretary says Indonesia's biggest business chamber plans to send a delegation to Hong Kong early next year to explore development opportunities. Writing on his official blog, Paul Chan said arranging the trip by the Indonesian Chamber of Commerce and Industry was one of the achievements from his visit to the G20 summit in Bali last week. He's also invited people he met there to January's Asian Financial Forum. COVID infections have fallen slightly on the mainland and in some of its worst-hit big cities, although cases are rising in Beijing. 
The National Health Commission said 24,215 new local infections were reported nationwide yesterday, down from 24,263 the day before. Here's Mike Weeks. Guangzhou still accounted for more than a third of the national COVID caseload, though local authorities said new infections dropped slightly on Saturday to 8,434 from 8,713 the day before. The major manufacturing hub of Zhengzhou also saw case numbers fall to 1,187 from 1,567 on Friday, while Chongqing reported 4,710 infections on Saturday, compared with 4,744 a day earlier. But authorities in Beijing confirmed 621 new COVID cases, up from 515 on Friday. And the weather mainly fine. The maximum temperature will be around 28 degrees. Moderate east to northeasterly winds. Outlook cloudy in the next few days. There will be showers midweek this week. The temperature is 27 degrees. Humidity 69 percent. Please be advised that the yellow fire danger warning is currently in effect. You're listening to RTHK. RTHK the time's five minutes past one. Malaysia's snap election appears likely to end with a hung parliament. Two opposition coalitions won most votes, although each fell far short of a majority. A record number of Malaysians voted yesterday to try to end political uncertainty that has seen three prime ministers in as many years. The election commission said a coalition led by the opposition leader Anwar Ibrahim was ahead with 61 seats, while the rival alliance led by the former prime minister Muhyiddin Yassin had one seat less. Mr. Anwar says he'll put a proposal to form a government to the country's king. We therefore have conducted a series of meetings and negotiations. And as a result, I wish to inform you that um, as a majority bloc, we have managed to get uh, the support of MPs to form the government with a simple majority. The U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin has told an international security forum that failure to help Ukraine secure its future could lead to a world of tyranny and turmoil. General Austin said the U.S. would stand by Ukraine as it fights to defend itself. I believe that our support for the forces of freedom in Ukraine will hold fast in any season or any storm. Free people always refuse to replace an open order of rules and rights with one dictated by force and fear, and that's why Ukraine matters. Because rules matter, sovereignty matters, and freedom. Sport and the World Cup gets underway tonight with the hosts Qatar taking on Ecuador. The BBC's John Bennett reports from Doha. Qatar's national team have done everything they possibly could to prepare for the biggest moment in their history. They entered the Gold Cup, the Copa America, and even European World Cup qualifying as guests. And in 2019, they proved their quality by beating Japan in the final of the Asian Cup. Recent friendly victories against Guatemala, Honduras, Panama, and Albania have also increased the confidence of Felix Sanchez's players. But just like Qatar, Ecuador shouldn't be underestimated. They surprised their South American rivals by finishing fourth in qualifying, and they've kept six clean sheets in their last six games. The last time the two teams met, it ended in a 4-3 thriller. Meanwhile, the French striker and Ballon d'Or winner Karim Benzema has been ruled out of the competition with a thigh injury. 
Australia beat New Zealand by 54 points to four to claim a record equaling third Women's Rugby League World Cup at Old Trafford in Manchester. They've now won the last three editions of the tournament to equal the achievements of New Zealand between 2000 and 2008. Australia's Ali Brigginshaw was player of the match. She paid tribute to head coach Brad Donald. I love this jersey and I love what he brings to this jersey and yeah, we're, we're going to celebrate later tonight. Ali, you were a player of the match in the World Cup final in 2017. You were player of the match here at Old Trafford in 2022. You're only 32 years of age and there's only three years to go until the next World Cup. Will you be playing in it? I hope so. I forgot what age I am. All the people that said I was too old, I'm still here and I'm going for friends. It proved to be a double celebration for Australia as their men also lifted the Rugby League World Cup for the third tournament in a row. They beat first-time finalist Samoa by 30 points to 10. Australia's men have now won the competition 12 times in total. Here's their coach, Mal Meninga. It's one of those games you sit up there and, you know, the first half was exceptional. I thought we did everything we need to do and second half we scrambled well defensively. You know, one man down and we scored some points whilst that happened. Um, just a mark of a great footy team, uh, committed to each other and yeah, really happy for the boys. Finally, the official in charge of NASA's lunar spacecraft program says humans could be living on the moon within this decade. Howard Hu added that conditions would be different for astronauts from those who took part in the last lunar mission 50 years ago. They'll have habitats, they'll have rovers on the ground, that's what we're also working on at NASA. So not only are we able to work in delivering people to the moon, getting people down in the surface of the moon, they still have to have infrastructure, they have to have a habitat to live in, they have the fancy rover they're going to drive around. Uh, but ultimately what it is, is it's more than living, it's, it's really about science. To end the news, the top stories once again. Climate negotiators agree a landmark deal to compensate poor countries hit by the effects of global warming. Locally, MTR chiefs face calls for better maintenance as one lawmaker suggests we're too reliant on the rail network. And anger grows as it emerges that there have been more blunders involving the national anthem at international rugby games. The news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience. Ladies and gentlemen of the class of 99, wear sunscreen. If I could offer you only one tip for the future, sunscreen would be it. The long-term benefits of sunscreen have been proved by scientists, whereas the rest of my advice has no basis more reliable than my own meandering experience. I will dispense this advice now. Enjoy the power and beauty of your youth. Oh, never mind. You will not understand the power and beauty of your youth until they fade it. But trust me, in 20 years, you'll look back at photos of yourself and recall in a way you can't grasp now how much possibility lay before you and how fabulous you really looked. You are not as fat as you imagine. Don't worry about the future. Or worry, but know that worrying is as effective as trying to solve an algebra equation by chewing bubblegum. The real troubles in your life 
are apt to be things that never crossed your worried mind, the kind that blindsides you at 4 p.m. on some idle Tuesday. Do one thing every day that scares you. Sing. Don't be reckless with other people's hearts. Don't put up with people who are reckless with yours. Floss. Don't waste your time on jealousy. Sometimes you're ahead. Sometimes you're behind. The race is long. And in the end, it's only with yourself. Remember compliments you receive. Forget the insults. If you succeed in doing this, tell me how. Keep your old love letters. Throw away your old bank statements. Stretch. Don't feel guilty if you don't know what you want to do with your life. The most interesting people I know didn't know at 22 what they wanted to do with their lives. Some of the most interesting 40-year-olds I know still don't. Get plenty of calcium. Be kind to your knees. You'll miss them when they're gone. Maybe you'll marry. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll have children. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll divorce at 40. Maybe you'll dance the funky chicken on your 75th wedding anniversary. Whatever you do, don't congratulate yourself too much or berate yourself either. Your choices are half chance. So are everybody else's. Enjoy your body. Use it every way you can. Don't be afraid of it or what other people think of it. It's the greatest instrument you'll ever own. Dance. Even if you have nowhere to do it but in your own living room. Read the directions, even if you don't follow them. Do not read beauty magazines. They will only make you feel ugly. Get to know your parents. You never know when they'll be gone for good. Be nice to your siblings. They're your best link to your past and the people most likely to stick with you in the future. Understand that friends come and go, but with a precious few, you should hold on. Work hard to bridge the gaps in geography and lifestyle, because the older you get, the more you need the people you knew when you were young. Live in New York City once, but leave before it makes you hard. Live in Northern California once, but leave before it makes you soft. Travel. Accept certain inalienable truths. Prices will rise. Politicians will philander. You too will get old. And when you do, you'll fantasize that when you were young, prices were reasonable, politicians were noble, and children respected their elders. Respect your elders. Don't expect anyone else to support you. Maybe you have a trust fund. Maybe you'll have a wealthy spouse. Never know when either one might run out. Don't mess too much with your hair, or by the time you're 40, it will look 85. 